singing, ain't it? Give these people up here a hand, buddy. They just work for you. We appreciate them so much and appreciate you so much. And anybody love Jesus tonight? You know, Ronnie was singing that song a while ago. I had a birth. I can't remember, and one I can't forget. Well, I had a birth a long time ago. Tell you about how old I am. 1946, on November the 6th, I had a birth. I don't remember anything about that birth. But then I had another in April the 27th of 1983. But I remember that very well. I can't remember the first one, but I'll never forget the last one. If you have your Bible tonight, I feel good tonight. I don't know, I've just been, some, something just today has just been, I mean, I've just been in the presence of the Lord all day. Has anybody been in the presence of the Lord today? I believe God I wants to do something here tonight. I really do. I believe He wants to send us all a blessing. Amen. If we'll just open up and receive it tonight. Look at me in John chapter 8 tonight. Or chapter 9, I'm sorry. Darrell, I may have told you 8. I don't know. Did I con you 9? All right, I'm so mixed up sometimes anymore. That's a sign of old age. I told you how old I was there. Chapter 9, verse 1. I ain't going to read till we stand and honor God. How many believe this is God's Word? Amen. How many believe it's God's Word? Amen. Verse 1, it said, And as Jesus passed by, I'm going to stop there just a minute. I'm just talking here about this. How many believe Jesus is going to pass by you tonight? Amen. He's going to pass every pew tonight. He's even going to check out, I believe, the empty ones up here tonight. Amen. Amen. And I believe He's going to say these need to be filled, and I believe He's going Amen. to fill them. I believe that. And as Jesus passed by, He saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, back in those days, the Jews believed if you was, something was wrong with you, when you was born, it was because of sin. And they believed it. And, and, and so the disciples even believed that. Because they, and he asked... And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? But verse 3, listen to what Jesus said. Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the word, but that the works of God should be manif made manifest in him. Verse 4, Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, 
He spat on the ground, talking about Jesus, and made clay of a spittle, and he anointed the eyes of a blind man with the clay. Verse 7, Jesus said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sin. And he went his way therefore, and washed, and came seeing. The neighbors therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But the man said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? Verse 11, and said, Notice what he answered and said. He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus. Anybody know that man tonight? Hallelujah. I'm glad I know him tonight. Buddy, that would preach right there, wouldn't it? A man called Jesus made clay, anointed mine eyes, and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received my sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? And he said, I know not. Verse 13, And they brought to the, brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And verse 14, And it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight, and he said unto them, He, meaning Jesus, put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed and do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, now these Pharisees was a religious bunch of people, really religious. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them. I'm going to stop. Johnny, pray over this word. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this again tonight. Yes, we do, Lord. Yes, Lord. Do it, Lord. Not I, but you, Lord, tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, John. You know, I was sitting there this afternoon after I went home. Somebody told my wife to go home and, and rest this evening, stay off from her leg. And she done just that. And so I thought if she done it, I could do it. And I got my recliner and I laid back, 
Retchen got the book, and I began to read. You know, this is a relaxing book to read. If you will open it and have the desire to understand it, Jesus can show you so many things. And I love to read when nobody's around, when things is quiet. That's when I like to read. Anybody that way? Because my mind can't stay focused, and I don't know what I read if there's people around the talking, because I guess you might say I'm nosy. I try to hear what they say instead of what Jesus is saying. But I was sitting there, and I'm telling you, when I read down through here, and I said I was going to give the, this uh, night a text out of verse 16 there, and there was a division among them. You know, the Bible tells us together we can stand, but divided we will fall. If there's a nation has ever been divided before, this nation is divided today. And so, you know, these people were divided. Let me read you something here in verse 16. It said there was a division. A division means there was a confusion of the Pharisees, and it is shown by their handling this case in a group of people and by their repeated questions. One, how did he do it? Verse 15, what do you say of him? And verse 17, what does he now, how does he now see? In verse 19, and what did he do to you? In verse 26, and are we blind also? In verse 40. So they were confused. This is one group of people, but two different opinions. And when you get people together that way, and one bunch goes one way and another bunch goes another way, there is confusion among them. Amen? I like to come into God's house when everybody's in one place and in one mind. Amen? If we come into God's house and we're all in one mind and all in one place, uh, and that simply means we're all here, we're all here for the same reason, and that's to hear from Jesus. Uh, then, friends, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're going to hear from Him. Amen. Amen. But, you know, I thought about taking a text up there out of that one when they asked Him, uh, 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 said in verse 11, when He answered them, and He said, A man that is called Jesus uh, made clay. Amen. Amen. Now, we're talking about a blind man that was born blind, I'm not for sure, but I believe he was 30, 40, 40 years old maybe. And he had been born all these years, and he had been blind all these years. He was a beggar, the Bible would tell us, or that's what the people called him. And the Bible said, if you notice, as Jesus passed by, uh, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. You know, and I thought of that too, and as Jesus passed by. Anywhere you read in the Gospels, uh, you don't see Jesus uh, staying in one place for very long. Amen? 
Jesus was on the move. He had done said here in this scripture uh, that he was about the Father's business back over there. And he was always about the Father's business. Now that's a way that he expects you and I to be denied. Uh, he has equipped us for everything and anything that we need. Uh, Jesus has equipped this church for it. Amen. Amen. Hey, we are equipped to do this, these things uh, uh, that he said he had done. Uh, because when he went away, uh, he said, when I go away, uh, these things that you have seen me do, uh, my Father will send back the Holy Ghost. Uh, and he said, you will be, great, be able to do greater things uh, after I'm gone uh, than you are now. Uh, and so he gives us the power today. Uh, just, uh, God has not lost his power, uh, but I'm afraid that the church uh, has lost theirs. Uh, amen. I'm afraid that the church has lost theirs. I believe, uh, and I've said it for a long time, uh, I believe the church uh, has got self-satisfied. Uh, I believe we've got to a place uh, and a complacement in our life uh, that we're satisfied uh, just to come to church every now and then uh, and sit on a pew every now and then uh, as long as nobody asks me uh, to do anything. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, we ought to have to be asked uh, to do anything. Uh, we ought to be the one doing the asking. Hey, man. Uh, and I believe if we would ask God uh, what we could do for Him uh, and listen, uh, I believe He would give us plenty to do. Uh, hey, man. Uh, but here, uh, the Bible said that Jesus passed by uh, and His disciples asked Him, Master, who did sin, him or his parents, uh, that he was born blind? Uh, and as I said a while ago, uh, back in those days, they thought if somebody was crippled, blind, paralyzed, whatever at birth, they thought that their parents had sinned or the person uh, had sinned that got him in that shape. Uh, but that wasn't the case, my friend. Uh, that wasn't the case. That was just their belief. Uh, but Jesus, you notice, uh, when he was asked, uh, he said, neither uh, did this boy sin, uh, nor neither did his parents sin, uh, but this boy was born blind uh, that God can get uh, the glory out of it. Uh, amen. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, God, uh, sometimes God uh, will use you and me uh, or he'll use somebody uh, through sickness, uh, uh, through this or through that. Uh, he will use somebody uh, to get the glory out of it. Uh, if people, uh, if people uh, uh, never done that, then, uh, well, then he wouldn't be able to receive any glory. Uh, but sometimes Jesus, uh, uh, let us go through some things, uh, hey man, uh, maybe to wake us up. Uh, how many believe uh, that this is happening right today, uh, that we're going through some things, uh, but Jesus is still in control, uh, and I believe we're going through them, uh, and Jesus is saying, uh, when you get woke up, uh, I'll put a stop. Amen. 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 Don't doubt, church, that God is not in control. Amen. Don't doubt that God can't put a stop to this whenever He wants to put a stop to it. Amen. A man called me today and he, this afternoon, and he said he heard a preacher this morning. He said he heard a preacher this morning. He's preaching and said he said that uh, 
he believed this thing was happening, the devil would just want to see how far he could take the churches. said this was a trial run. This was a trial run to see how far the devil could take us. And I said, yeah, that could be so. But I said, I believe this. I, I believe this is a trial run that God is allowing church and see how far we're going to go. Amen. Amen. I believe that tonight. I believe God wants to know, uh, amen, uh, who his people are. I believe he wants to know who he can trust and who he can't trust. Amen. And there is a spiritual warfare going on today. But all through the Bible, these things have been happening one thing after the other. But praise God, I'm thankful tonight that God, and I believe this with all my heart, uh, that God is in control, uh, and I believe God has got a hand on uh, what's going on here right now. I believe that. And Jesus said in verse 4, He said, I must work the works of Him that sent me, which was His Father, while it is day, because night cometh when no man can work. And Jesus said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. How many believe that today? Amen. Without Him, without Him, without His guidance, where would you and I be at tonight? Where would you be at tonight without Jesus? Did you ever stop and think about it? Who would you go to? Who would you talk to when you couldn't talk to anybody else? I can talk to Jesus uh, when I can't talk to anybody else. Amen. I'm telling you, I'll get in that garden and I can talk to Jesus uh, when I can talk to Him, when I can't talk to some people uh, in my house or even in my church, uh, because it seems like uh, many times uh, that Jesus is the only one that cares uh, and the only one that will listen. Uh, and I can always count on Him, Brother John, uh, no matter where I'm at. Amen. I can always count on Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spoken this, he spat, we'd call it in our language, he spit on the ground, and he made clay out of the spittle or spit, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Did anybody hear what Jesus just done? How many thinks that was gross? Be honest. How many thinks that was gross? How many of you would let somebody that you didn't know and he didn't know who Jesus was? He'd never seen him. But how many of us would have stood there and let somebody spit on the ground, make what Janetta, or, uh, Janetta and, and uh, Corrine and Darlene and, 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 and Loretta and, and Joy... They used to call them mud cakes. You girls ever make mud cakes? How many remember that, girls? Did you ever eat them? You ever did eat them? 
You ain't answering me, are you? You don't want to lie to me, but you don't want to admit you're eating them. <laughs> but could you imagine this man standing here and Jesus spit on the ground, got down and he made mud out of his spit. And then he took it and he, the Bible said he anointed the eyes of this blind man. This blind man couldn't see what he was doing, but he stood there, didn't he? He just stood there. And the Bible said after he put the mud on his eyes, anybody know where I'm going with this? And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And after he made these mud cakes, as I call them, put on, Jesus, put on the man's eyes, then he said to the man, he said, go down here and wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. And he, he went his way therefore, and washed and came seeing. I'm doing everything I can to quit, quit bursting right here, right now. Don't none of you go home, <laughs> does or don't go home and spit on the ground and make mud cakes and try to put it on your wife. That won't work, I'll tell you. You see, it wasn't, it wasn't the spit, it wasn't the clay, it wasn't the mud that healed his eyes. You say, well, what did he put them on there for? Why does Jesus put things on us sometimes? Why does he put things on us sometimes for? To see how we're going to react to it. It wasn't the mud. It wasn't the spit. It wasn't the anointing of the eyes. It wasn't that water in the pool of Siloam. It wasn't that Paul. None of this had nothing to do with the healing of his eyes. I'll tell you what healed his eyes uh, was obedience of Jesus Christ. Uh, when Jesus done it and said, go down to the pool of Siloam and wash your eyes out, uh, that boy didn't know who Jesus was. Uh, he couldn't see who Jesus was. Uh, but when Jesus, he heard Jesus, uh, it was his obedience. Uh, and he went down to the pool of Siloam. Uh, and when he washed, the Bible said, he came up uh, and he came up seeing a man. It was because of his obedience unto the Lord. And sometimes uh, you and I would be blessed uh, if we would be obedient as this boy was to Jesus. Amen. 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 That's, right. That's pretty good preaching tonight from an old man, ain't it? <laughs> Could you imagine... When that boy went down to that pool, I believe he was about 40 years old. Somebody correct me if you can read it there somewhere. Been blind, hadn't seen nothing, hadn't seen nobody. Was a beggar. Well, just plain old beggar. But can you imagine 
when he washed them eyes out, washed that mud and that spit out of his eyes, and then he opened them, and him looked around and seeing the trees, probably people could see things he had never seen before in his life. I don't know about you, but I believe I'd have shouted a little. I believe this boy shouted a little, hey man. I believe he did. He'd have had to have, hey man. I mean, hey, I bet you he jumped up there and said, hey. He said, now I can see that tree, that tree. I see that squirrel. I see that rabbit. I see this and I see that. And he went back into the crowd, probably trying to find Jesus. And the Bible said, the neighbors there, the neighbors therefore, and they which before had seen him that he was blind, and said, is not this he that set him back? His neighbors seen him. His neighbors knew him for 40 years. His neighbors knew he was blind. His neighbors knew that he sat there and begged, Brother Jerry, sat there and begged me. And when they seen this, they began to start questioning. And they said, is not this he that said him begged? Listen to what they said. If this ain't just like people, some said, this is he. Others said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I, I don't know where it's him or not. It looks like him. It looks like him. And he was standing there. He was seeing them now. He was seeing his neighbors for the first time. He was seeing the people around him for the first time. And here they were talking about him. And he had known them. They had known him for 40 years. And here they said, is this him? And some said, I don't know. It looks like him. And he had to tell him. He said, yeah, it's me. me. Therefore said then to him, how were, your, how were thine eyes open? And he answered and said unto them, a man, <laughs> a man that's called Jesus. I don't know who he was. I was blind. Well, where's he at? I don't know. I don't even know what he looks like. I didn't see him. All I know, a man, he called himself Jesus. Uh, and all I know, he spit. He put clay in my eye. All I know is, he said, go down to a pool of sand. And he said, wash my eyes out. He said, all I know, I went down there and I washed, hallelujah. And he said, when I washed, I don't know who he was. I don't know what happened. But I know I once was blind. But now I see, hallelujah. Well, glory! Amen. That ought to make everybody in the house shout. Amen. I once was blind, but now I see. Praise God! I thought of that this evening, Brother Johnny. I, I sat there thinking of that, and I thought, boy, back in 1983, beginning of that year, I was blind and I couldn't see. And I thought, I'm telling you why Jesus uh, did not tell me to. That did not put mud on my eyes. He did not send me down to the pool of sin, but I'm going to tell you where He brought me to. He brought me to the foot of the old rugged cross. Amen. And I know that day when I got up from there, Brother Jerry, I knew I was covered in the blood and the mud and the spit, but I know when I come up from there that day, I know that I've been washed and I've been cleansed in the blood of the 
the Lamb. Hell glory. Hallelujah. Can't you give God a shout or a praise or something? When you get washed in that blood, there's going to be a change in your life. There's going to be a change in you, sis, when you get washed in the blood of the Lamb. There ain't going to be no, there ain't going to be no pity partying around. Huh? There ain't going to be no half in and half out. Huh? When you get a good dose of the Holy Ghost, huh? I'm going to tell you something. You're going to get in and you're going to want to stay in. Amen. Amen. I have no desire to go out. There's a lot of people during this virus, they're falling by the wayside. They are, they're falling by the wayside. They can't handle the pressure. They don't know Jesus Christ. I heard the other day, I forget, they were dying by the hunters. What was overdosing, shooting up, popping pills. They're dying with drugs because they cannot stand the pressure that's going on. They have no hope. They have no hope. And they just do it just to die. People killing themselves over it. I tell you what, I love myself. I don't know where you're doing, but I love myself too much. And I love Jesus too much to kill myself. Amen. This is what I said. When he gets ready for me, I want him to come and get me. I'm not going to rush things up. Amen. And I feel better today than I've felt for a long, long time. I'm telling you what, I just, I don't know, I just get to reading God's Word. And, 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 and you know, Rick, I understand the Bible more than I used to. You know, he said he would renew our spirit every day. Amen. So all we have to do is just go to him in the morning. That's why I go to him in the morning. That's why I pray. That's why I ask him for a renewal. If I'm going nowhere but the bean patch, I pray, God, renew my spirit today. And time I get that bean patch, I'll tell you what, I'm up there and I'm a praying and I'm a shouting and ain't nobody there to hear me but the birds. There's one, I scared a bird out of a tree right there by me. And I don't know where he thought I was a varmint or what. And man, he come dashing down. I ducked and he went right over my head. I just kept on shouting. Every now and then somebody will pass about 6 o'clock, 6.30, See me up there in a patch and they honk honk. Neighbor. No. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's such a beautiful day. Some of y'all don't get up in time to see the sun come up, do you? You don't know what you're missing. Quiet morning. Walk out and the birds are singing. The rabbits are running around there. Sometimes back my beans got done. I'll be running around with that old 20-gauge double barrel, 16-gauge double barrel after him. That was a sight to see. What was the name of that rabbit and that man? Elmer Fudge. Elmer Fudge. <laughs> Somebody called me one day. Stopped there. What are you doing? I said, I'm going to kill me a rabbit. Why? It ain't rabbit season. I said, they're eating my beans. Well, you look like a Elmer Fudge. Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, He said, I know not. They brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again the Pharisees also asked him how he had how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put 
The man put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed, and I do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, Well, how can a man that is a sinner do such a miracle as this? And there was a division among them. And they say unto the blind man again, what, what sayest thou of him that he hath opened thine eye? He said he's a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents. They wanted a second witness, didn't they? Until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. When he called them, in verse 19, and they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then doeth he now see? Listen to verse 20. <laughs> his, his parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son. Yeah, we know this is our son. And we know that he was born blind. Verse 21, they was confused. But by what means he now seeth, we don't know. Or who hath opened his eyes, we don't know, or we know not. And they said, he is of age, ask him, he shall speak for himself. We don't know. We don't know anything about it. We wasn't there. All we know is, we know this was our son. We know he was born blind. We know he's been blind from his birth. We don't know who opened his eyes. We don't know how he opened his eyes. All we know is his eyes is open. Instead of praising God for it, there's a grumbling and griping about it. Amen. Amen. These words spake his parents. Why? Because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ... He should be put out of the church or out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, He is of age, ask ye him. Then again, call they the man that was blind. Boy, they just didn't give up, did they? And said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. Verse 25, the boy answered him and said, He stood his ground, didn't he? He stood his ground. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or not, or no, he said, I don't know. But he said, there's one thing I know. That whereas I was blind, but now I see. He <laughs> said, I don't know who he was. I don't know who he was. I don't know where he's a sinner. I don't know where he wasn't a sinner. I don't know nothing about him. But there's one thing I do know. I know that I was blind and I met this man. And I know now that I see. I know that. There's some things God's people knows, amen. There's something that you know in your personal life. Uh, you know that Jesus Christ uh, came to this earth and you know that he died for your sins, amen. How many knows that? How many believe that? You can't tell me you couldn't. That they couldn't tell that boy. They couldn't convince that boy nothing about Jesus. They couldn't get him to say not one thing against him. Because he didn't know him. 
He hadn't seen him. And let me tell you something. Don't try to tell me that Jesus didn't come to this earth. Don't try to tell me and convince me that Jesus didn't die for my sins and for your sins. Don't try, don't even talk to me about it. Don't try to convince me anything about it. Because there's something, <laughs> old Cuz used to say, there's something you Kentuckians has got in here that you know, that you know, that you know. And I know that I know that I know, Ricky, that I am a born again, spirit-filled child of God today. I know that. And just that nobody can't convince me that I'm not. I don't care how many philosophers, I don't care how many big-time preachers, I don't care how many uh, people try to convince me that Jesus Christ uh, is not my Lord and Savior. They can't convince me that He did not save me from my sins. I, I know that I know that I know that He did. 1983, April the 27th, about 5 after 11, when I went down a, a sinner, I came up a child of God. Amen. I know that uh, because I experienced that change uh, and I'm convinced of it, Brother Rodney, and nobody, Brother Tim, can tell me any different. Amen. Nobody can tell me any different. You ask some people, well, you say, well, I don't know. I think I am. Well, you mean you think you are? Well, I used to be. Well, are you still? Well, I think so. I go to church on Sunday. Well, that's good. But are you saved? You just can't get a real answer out of them. You can't have some people. To me, the question is, are you saved? And it's a very simple answer they can give you, either yes or no. Amen. But a lot of people are just like these Pharisees. Every answer that that boy gave him, they wouldn't accept it. But that boy knowed, he knowed that what had happened to him. And he, they weren't going to change him. Not one minute was they going to change him. Let me finish up. And he answered and said in verse 35, He answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or no, I know not. But there's one thing, one thing I know. Boy, that'd be a message right there. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, What did he to thee? How opened he thine eyes? Verse 27, listen to this. Verse 27, he said, it said, He answered them. He said, I have told you already, and ye did not hear me. Wherefore would ye hear it again? Will ye also be his disciples? He said, I've done told you and told you all that I know. And I guess he's getting aggravated and he looked and he said, would you be his disciple? Boy, don't you know I set them Pharisees on fire? Huh? I set them on fire, did it? <laughs> then they reviled him. Boy, he, got, he really reviled them up. And he said, thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciple." We know that God spake unto Moses, as for this fellow, we know not from whence he is. The man answered and said unto them, 
Why, herein, or look, here is a marvelous thing done that ye know, know not from whence he is, and yet he hath opened mine eyes. He said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, look at me. He said, there's a great thing. There's been a miracle done. And you don't even still know where the man was from that done this. The man answered and said unto them, Why, you're in the marvelous thing that you know not from whence he is, and yet he hath opened mine eye. Now we know that God heareth not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world again was, he had not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind. They said it's never been heard of. It's never been heard of. I'll tell you something else that's never been heard of either. When that angel visited Mary that night and said, you're going to bring forth a son and you're going to call his name Jesus and he's going to be great among your people. That woman said, wait a minute, this can't happen. I'm paraphrasing. This can't happen. It's never happened before. It's not going to happen to me because I'm not married yet. And I've not been with a man. So there's no way. No way. The angel said, oh, it's going to happen. So you for the Holy Ghost. And when that angel got done talking to Mary... She said, be it unto the Lord, as he supposed. She said, but this has never happened before. That angel said to Mary, Luke 137, no, it's never happened before and it won't never happen again. But he said, I know with man things are impossible. But he told Mary, he said, but with God all things are possible. She said, Bid into thy handmaid as the Lord wishes. And she brought forth that son. It had never happened before either. These Jews here, they said, since the beginning of time, it has never been seen or never been heard of. A man that was born blind, that somebody just came by and opened his eyes. There's a lot of things that's happened for the first time. When Jesus showed up on the scene. Amen. Amen. When he can take an old rugged sinner. And spend about five seconds with him. Wash him and cleanse him. And make a new man out of him or a new woman out of him. Man that's impossible with man brother Jerry. But with God it is possible. It was possible with me. It was possible with you. And if you're not saved tonight, you may have just drifted away a little bit during this pandemic or whatever. You may have lost your joy. You may have another need in your life. You may be saved. But you may have another need in your life.
this altar is open as they come tonight and as they sing a song. Stand with me tonight. Bow your heads and listen to it. your head we want to pray with you before we dismiss here tonight heavenly father we thank you lord for this day that you've truly blessed us in father we thank you for those that's come this way throughout this day god 
Father, we're just so glad to be here tonight. So glad, Lord, that we know that you are alive and well. It's so gracious to know, Lord, that you're still in control above all else. Father, we pray tonight, God, for this church. We pray for these families that are here and those families, the families that are not here tonight. We pray for them. God, we pray for those that are sick in body. We ask, God, that you just reach down and touch them, Lord. And we know, God, that you will. And, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you will keep each and one of us here tonight safe, Lord. We know, God, that we got to travel here and about, Lord, from time to time. And we know, God, that the enemy was out there, and we know he would like to bring us down. Because we know that you said in John 10, 10, that he has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. But thank God you said you come that we might have life and have it abundantly. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are here tonight, Lord, and for their family. I pray, God, that you will put a hedge around them as you did Job, Lord, that Satan can't get into them, Lord. God, we bind the evil spirits that comes against us each and every week, Lord. We bind the sicknesses, Lord, in Jesus' name tonight, knowing, God, that you are God. So, Father, watch over us, protect us, take care of us, keep us safe, Lord, until we meet again. And we ask these things tonight in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Let me get a mask. I'll get back to the door. I'll shake hands.